Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's BSG. Thanks for listening and now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And today we are talking about nervous excitement with plastic surgery coming up. Yep. And we had a really great conversation last night that we said, shit, we should have recorded it. So we're going to try to reenact it today. The original conversation was very organic. It was very raw, very real. We're going to try and simulate that experience (laughs) for you today. You're probably going to fail. You have my apologies up front. So what I was saying so, so what I was saying last night was that I only noticed the so's whenever and this is not what I was saying last night, this was just an ADHD moment. I only, yeah. I only notice the so's whenever we're recording. Do I say them like all the time in regular conversation? Uh, if you do, I'm not aware of it. I'm only aware of it when we're recording. Well. Long pause. No more long pauses, because I'm not editing. I was going to say, but I'm also very aware of how often I clear my throat when we're recording versus any other time. (coughs) You made me need to. You're welcome. Also, I'm having some digestive issues with this chestnut praline latte that I'm drinking. So if I have throat issues or burping or (laughs) sudden moments that was just me grunting not me farting but yeah (laughs) this latte is not going down smoothly but anyway what I was saying last night was that there are several things I'm scared about whenever it comes to having this plastic surgery one of them was being in terrible pain Mm -hmm. and not having you there to cry to and you had because you're not going with me to Mexico right and you had a solution to that what was it that we could FaceTime and talk at any point which seems completely reasonable yes I feel like it is (laughs) but yet I'll be like, I know he's working. I don't want to bother him at work. And and like I said last night, like, you know, I have the potential to have a new job or could still be at my current employer and have told everybody, like, my, my wife is having a medical procedure and she'll be out of state for a week 
and then when she comes back, she's going to need some additional help. And I appreciate the employment, I, I appreciate the check, but if my wife calls, texts, rings a bell because she needs something, fuck you, I'm going to take care of her. Also, I had said that if you do have the new job, I'm even more or less likely to call you. And I, like I said, it, you come first, dogs come second, <laughs> kids come third, chickens come fourth, <laughs> and somewhere between fifth and eighth, I slide in there. You, you Work yourself. comes in after chickens, like, but you, taking care of you, taking care of the family is always my top priority. And I work to live. I don't live to work. I wonder how many times I've heard you say that. Probably more than you want. Yes. And I'll probably say it even more before we die. Yes. Another thing I'm scared about is, and I made a, I did something that definitely didn't help the situation. So I'm a part of a bunch of different plastic surgery face group, Facebook groups. And a couple of people had had, like, some serious wounds that came up. Mm -hmm. And I was reading through the comments and stuff, and one person was like, oh, you really should join this group. It's about, excuse me, plastic surgery wound care. And I joined that group. And, and it was nightmare fuel. It really was, <laughs> and has freaked me out a lot. Because, like, these people have all this necrotic skin and, like, these giant open wounds. And then I'm concerned that my health insurance won't cover it because I had surgery out of the country. And, like, it's got me all freaked out. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I, I think that insurance would cover it because it's a injury or wound period how you acquired the wound or injury in most cases is irrelevant but, but as a former insurance adjuster that is a very good reason to deny in my opinion if they wanted to go that route well like like we had talked about you know they perform Thousands of these surgeries per month. And of those thousand, like four have that type of complication. And it's good to know about as in case of a, oh shit, this happened. Why, why didn't I know this was really a possibility? But you, you, not you, but we as a people, immediately go worst-case scenario. I'm having XYZ procedure. What are the possible complications? Blah, 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 death. Well, and you had made a good point last night that I'm already feeling guilty about mm -hmm. having the surgery, and so the guilty mind is kind of playing it up with the complications mm -hmm. and, like... I've seen in all these different Facebook groups one instance of somebody that died and now I'm also convinced I'm going to die. You're not going to die. 
Yeah. I'm going to have a pulmonary embolism. Mm, no, you're not. <laughs> I might. No, you're not. Another thing I'm scared about is having, spending all this money, spending all this time and effort and pain and not looking any different. Which seems kind of, I don't know, stupid, I guess. Because at the very least, like, I'm getting my boobs done. I was just about to say, you're, you're going to have bigger boobs and you can't, you can't hide that. Yeah. <laughs> like, the boobs will definitely be different. And you're going to have a bigger butt. Hopefully. And hopefully a flat stomach. It's, I mean, and something to keep in mind, something to remind yourself of, like, it's going to take a while for the swelling to go down. So, like, even though you're not black and blue and purple anymore, might, oh, you'll still, I might be. no, anymore, you'll still have swelling. Yeah. Like, it can take months, even up to a year for the selling, for the swelling to fully dissipate yeah so keep that in mind when you're being mean to yourself thinking oh i did all this and i don't see any different you're probably still swollen i just want this bit that overhangs that has overhung since i had my our oldest kid because she was a c-section baby like that spot has hung over for 21 years, 21 and a half. I just want that to not overhang anymore. Well, they're, they're going to get rid of that. They're going to get rid of your C-section scar. They're probably going to get rid of your gallbladder scars and replace them with one nice, hopefully straight and smooth. That's what I was about to say is my C-section scar is crooked AF. And I guess, like, in an emergency C-section, they don't really care about how straight their lines are. Yeah. But this is crooked, and it, as somebody with obsessive-compulsive disorder, it has bothered me for 21 and a half years. Almost 21 and 7 months, <laughs> if I'm being particular. So, this scar better be fucking straight <laughs> and I might have to tell the surgeon that look I've had this crooked ass scar for 21 years make it straight these new scars you're about to give me better be straight in fact use a ruler if you have to <laughs> use a ruler maybe a <laughs> protractor and <laughs> be like mm. Time for you to go night night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's knock this bitch out. <laughs> She's trying to tell me to use an unsterile ruler. <laughs> Another thing I was talking about. Oh, well, okay. Two things. One, I told you a story about the girl that didn't have lipo. And she said that she looked boxy and she was regretting not having the lipo. And I thought she had the cutest athletic looking figure. And then you said that you don't like the hourglass figure. 
and I feel like that's going to come back and bite me in the ass later. I feel like it is too. Because... Now, but to, to specify and clarify, I mean like the very wide at the top, very narrow in the middle, very wide. Kind of like the Kim Kardashian figure yeah yeah but and it's because it to get the tiny tiny waist seems like unhealthy eating habits or unhealthy um control is being done i know that because i am an avid kardashian watcher Mm -hmm. i know that she works out a ton like that's all they do that's their side job is working out (laughs) Okay. Which, I mean, that that can be unhealthy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, addiction comes in all forms. I don't anticipate looking <laughs> at all Kardashian-esque. I would like a larger butt because it hurts to sit on mine. And I want my stomach to be flat. And I want bigger boobs that are located where they're supposed to be. Those are my goals. I mean, your boobs are where they're supposed to be. It's not like they're on your shoulder or anything. You know exactly what I mean. (laughs) Because currently, because I'm slouching, they are currently like belly button adjacent because I'm slouching. You're slouching and and slumped over? Yes. I don't have the best posture. (laughs) I kept, the other day at work, I was walking the hallway, and I thought, my God, I walked slumped over, and I stood up a little bit straighter, and I was like, huh, I wonder, wonder if people would notice if I walked straighter. Another thing I was talking about, and this is what I meant to say before, but then I went down the hourglass rabbit hole, but um, I said that I'm, I've got three weeks off of work, and I'm scared of being bored. Yeah. That first week I'll be in Mexico with nobody there that I know. Yeah. And... I mean, you know what you could do is just turn on a FaceTime and just leave it running. Our internet or our phone bill would be outrageous. No, use the internet. The Wi-Fi? Yeah. Use the... The Wi-Fi, make a Wi-Fi call. Or maybe not FaceTime. Maybe we do Google Meet or something. But you just it's using the internet. And you just leave it on all the time. I don't know how to Google Meet. It's not hard. I can show you. You blinked at me in that way. I did not. You did. If I did, then it was just my normal blink. No, you were doing that. I can't believe you just said that blink. <laughs> you do have very specific blinks. Now you're trying not to blink at all. <laughs> I can show you how to do it. It's not difficult. That might be it. But I don't want to sit there and watch you work all day. That would suck. You don't know. You just you put it on and put it on the side. And then you do what you're going to do. I do what I want to do. Or have to do. And then... I don't think that sounds like a great idea. Well, it was, it was just an idea I just had. But then when I get home, I've got two more weeks before I can go back to work. And I am not the kind of person that 
sits around and does nothing. Mm -hmm. I find that very difficult. And like today, we got up and we sat around doing nothing, drinking coffee for two hours before we started cleaning. And that was almost torture for me. Two hours. But I do it because I know you need the lollygagging time before you can start cleaning. Long pause, long pause, long pause. <laughs> so, it's okay to sit around and not be doing something 100% of the time. But, we did come up with an idea to help with that. Yes, and what was that? So, I'd start work at 6 and come down around 9 because you'll probably sleep a little later if you don't have to be up at the ass crack before dawn. Um, I don't know. It might be dawn then because clocks change tomorrow. Yeah, but it's a very, very short period of time that we actually, quote, gain sunlight or daylight. Oh. It, it'll, it'll go back to still being dark. In like a week. Maybe oh wait, hold, wait, hold on. If it's if we get up at five thirty and it's dark, it'll be equivalent to six thirty. Six thirty. So it might be light whenever we get up. For like a week or two. Well, I digress. But yeah, so we can. I'll start work at six. Take a break around nine. And you and I will walk down to the end of the driveway and back. And then so that you feel useful, like you're not being a bum or a burden, what are you going to do to help me that I do a million times a day and it annoys the hell out of me? I will be picking up the dog toys. Using? Using the grabber. Yes. And the little snippy snap grabber. Yeah. And I'll... Refill their water bowls with a cup. Yep. And it will take me 35 trips. <laughs> because I can't carry the entire water bowl. Right. But then... I could also feed them. You have to bend over to get into their food thing. Oh, that's true. But, but then you can go and feel like you've done something... We walked. You'll probably be pretty tuckered out. And you can enjoy some stories, some Hallmark classics, or what was the other one? Freeform. Freeform classics. Then come, I'll come down around noon, and we'll eat together, and we'll take another walk to the end of the driveway and back, and you can pick up those damn toys again, because I guarantee they'll be everywhere. Another thing, and I didn't say this last night, but another thing that I'm scared about is if I'm not tuckered out, mm -hmm. if I do still have normal amounts of energy, and I'm the kind of person that if I'm, if I'm in a position where I just had major surgery... I'm still going to try to do things that are outside of my current limitations. So if I'm not tuckered out, am I going to be like, well, screw it. I can clean the house because I feel great. 
but then I don't really feel great because, you know, I just had major surgery. Mm. Maybe I slip you some Benadryl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, drink this. What is it? Just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Slipping people a Mickey is not funny. That's not a laughing matter. But slipping uh, a Unless Benadryl. you're married and then it's kind of a gray area. Uh, whatever. <laughs> not a gray area no, at all. No, it's not. <laughs> Somebody's listening to this going, oh, finally, exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that I told you last night that I was scared about is actually like having or feeling the need to sleep for three weeks straight. Well, and like we were talking about, you know, sleep is the biggest contributor to body regeneration. Contributor. Contributor or contributor? Contributor. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's the biggest one of those to the body's regeneration and healing. Second being protein for building blocks to yeah. repair said trauma. So if you do sleep all the time, it's because you need it. And like we said last night, even whether you're recovering from surgery, some sort of trauma, or or depression. Depression is an illness. And the reason you and I, excuse me, you and I slept a lot back when we were having some, some funk periods, you know, in our early years, that's because we needed to recover. Our brain, our body knew something was wrong and sleeping helped us recover. I do know that whenever I get like a cold or something of that nature, like the best way for me to get over it quickly is to sleep. Mm -hmm. And if I feel like the little, the tiniest bit icky, my body is like, yep, we're going to bed. And I will sleep 15, 16 hours if not longer, and then I'm better. Mm-hmm. Like I said. So I guess I just talked myself into sleeping for three weeks. Sounds good. I don't imagine when I'm in Mexico that I will actually sleep very well at all because when I was down there earlier this year for my weight loss surgery, I barely slept. You're, part of that was probably nervous anxiety and anticipation. and But after surgery, I'm pretty sure that you'll just need the sleep. I don't know that you'll be able to keep it at bay or, or prevent yourself from sleeping. Well, I don't know that I prevent myself from sleeping. It's just like if I'm anxious or excited or right like and then being out of town usually I don't right. sleep as well as I do at home right but they're also going to give you drugs that we don't have access to at home or on the road so 
That's true. If they take me to one of those Mexican pharmacies, I am buying so much omeprazole. Because <laughs> last time I was in Mexico, I, I think I bought one bottle, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And it's so much cheaper there than it is here. I should buy like eight bottles of it. I'll just come home with a suitcase full of antacids. Pretty sure we'll get some weird looks from TSA. Yeah, really. Why do you have so much antacid? Mexican <laughs> antacid. Uh, no reason. Because it's fucking cheap. We're going to need to talk to you in this room. Right here. Yeah. Just, just sit down. Make yourself comfortable. You're going to be here a while. Yeah. I mean, can you get in trouble for having a bunch of antacid? Antacid? No, but we'll probably have to prove that it's antacid. It's in a bottle that says antacid on it. Right. Because nobody puts ecstasy on the bottle that they're smuggling ecstasy (laughs) in. Nobody's walking around with one pound of mofin to go. (laughs) But if it's, like, sealed and stuff. Again, I can put any drug I want into a non-clear bottle, put any label on it, and seal it. <laughs> and say, oh no, that's just, that's just Benadryl and 900 fentanyl pills. Fentanyl's getting to be a huge problem. Yeah, it is. Well, not getting to be. It is is. a huge problem. Just a little bit can kill you. All I want is antacid. That's cheap. Because I think what I bought today was like... It was... Like 42 pills or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like $14. Mm Mm-hmm. And the stuff in Mexico was a bottle of like a hundred for like five dollars. Damn. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I was able, I'll just tell you guys about my drug smuggling apparently. (laughs) Thanks. This is now going to be States Exhibit B. I got Mexican antacids as well as B12 shots. Which I still have and still taking. I just forget to do them regularly. And it'll be like five weeks later and I'll be like, oh, let's do a B12 shot. But those were cheap. I don't remember what I spent, but it it was probably like $30. At, maybe, not, maybe not even that. $20, $30 at the pharmacy for B12 shots and... A giant thing of antacid. Oh, and I also got those um, antacid gels, which oh, we haven't yeah. had the opportunity to use. No, we've still got it. They're still in the drug cabinet. Yeah, the drug <laughs> But that gel works really fast. I just haven't, I haven't had the same kind of heartburn that I had before. Yeah. So I haven't had to use them. Well, I've been taking the buddy brand Anexium now for shit close to a year yeah and haven't had any heartburn like we've got we've got those antacid chewables that are probably going to expire soon and just haven't needed them 
Yeah. I tried to, because I thought maybe since I'm this far out from my surgery, maybe I don't need to take the antacid twice a day. And so I stopped taking the one in the morning. Yeah. And that was wrong of me. <laughs> that, was, that was a mistake. It was. So I'm still taking the two or taking it twice a day. Probably a good idea. Well, and then I wonder too, like a lot of people will have the VSG and they have severe heartburn and so they'll have it converted to a bypass. Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably do have severe heartburn, but it's controllable with twice a day antacids. Maybe I could go for a bypass. Why? Have an even tinier tummy. Smuggle back even more Mexican antacid? Yes. <laughs> Mexican drugs. You're going to be the antacid queen of Del Rio. Del Rio? I don't know. It's the first Spanish sounding town out of Texas that I could think of. I'm not even going to Texas this I time. Know. I know. I'm so confused. I know. Was part of the point. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so I bought two different kinds of antacids plus the B12 shots. And other people bought like steroid shots and Z or no, not the steroid Z shots. It was the Z packs and antibiotics. I didn't get any of that stuff, but you could get all kinds of stuff there without a prescription. Mm -hmm. And then some of the stuff you did need a prescription, but you could like get it later and bring it in. It was wild. A wild experience. Very wild. But like the B12 shots were. No, I was going to say they were on the shelf, but I don't think they were. I think they were behind the counter. But all that antacid was on the shelf. Until it was in the basket. <laughs> Yeah, I really spent just like a little bit of money there and got all that stuff. Well, it's amazing when what happens when you don't have a 3,000% markup on a Tylenol at the hospital. Oh, I'm about to get you going, aren't I? Or you're about to get going. I'm about to get going. We don't need to talk about the American healthcare system. Everyone knows how screwed up it is. And they've heard you talk about how screwed up it is. Well, was. and now we're going to talk about it a little bit more. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, sir. You're not the boss of me. I am, too. No, you're not. Well. So. 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 There's lots of things I'm scared about with this plastic surgery. And I'm also excited. I think... The fact that I have to wait so long mm -hmm. makes my brain like... Well, it's the nervous anxiety and, and suspense that builds up. Like, like when we were waiting for um, really any trip that we've taken. Orlando, um, the cruise... Our upcoming cruise, like, because it's so far out, like, you just get this anxiety, especially when you're having a procedure that, and I'm air quoting, carries risks. 
as all procedures do, then your mind, my mind, other people's minds, you just start playing up. What's the worst thing that could happen? All right, let's take that and let's make that even more messed up. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm, well, I feel guilty about this a little bit. Oh, great. We'll use that too. Here's some more fresh hell nightmare fuel. Well, I have this theory about how people tend to die around their birthdays. And it happens a lot, a lot, a lot, where people will die within like a week or two of their birthday. And it kind of has me freaked out for my birthday. But then you pointed out, which I thought was very smart, that people very rarely die on their birthday. Mm -hmm. So me dying during the surgery is probably unlikely Mm -hmm. because I'm having it on my birthday, Mm -hmm. which I did by design so that I could really just like avoid my birthday because I'll be unconscious for a majority of it. We're going to do the birthday song and dance, though, when we get home. I won't be dancing. (laughs) I will not be dancing. I might sway back and forth if it doesn't use stomach muscle. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, excuse me. I'm not so much afraid that I'm going to die during the surgery as I am, like, I'm going to get a blood clot or mostly a blood clot and have some kind of embolism situation mm-hmm. around my birthday. So while that is always a possibility, would like to point out you can take literally any symptom, go on to WebMD, And it's cancer. Okay, what's your point? That it could always be cancer. This could always happen. Nine times out of ten, actually 99.99% of the time, it's something completely run-of-the-mill, benign. You have a cold. You have a sinus infection. Is it possible? Yes. Is it likely? No. I should probably you buy... Have a, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning in the rain, running around butt naked with a 10-foot pole in the air in the middle of a field. I don't think that's true. I think you just made that up. Google it. <laughs> Maybe I should buy some compression socks because that helps with like... Uh, what's that? DVT? Yeah. Yeah, it? that's a good idea. Deep vein, Deep thrombos- vein thrombosis. Thrombosis. Yeah. <laughs> you said bronthosis. <laughs> I haven't been able to talk for like three days. Maybe you've had a stroke. Maybe I have. Or cancer. Or cancer. But maybe I'll buy some of those socks. And I was saying anyway that because I don't want to end my walking streak that I was going to be up walking Regardless, and mm-hmm. so it's hard to have blood clots become. Well, they won't become deep vein thrombosis if I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I might still have a blood clot that causes an embolism. Oh my god! Pulmonary or otherwise. Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. 
And you could get T-boned on your way to work on Monday. I could. That would suck. It would. Because that car is bad as hell. Mm-hmm. Bad as in good. It, it's always a possibility. And I think your brain is taking your guilt and your anxiety and it's just messing with you. I think so, too. And I'd offer to hit you with my hat every time you have those negative thoughts, but I think I would spend literally all day hitting your, hitting you with my hat. Someone would see it, then police would be called. It would just be a bad time. Something completely off topic, but our... BFF Nima from my gastric sleeve podcast was talking about different tips and stuff and he had said that one of the things that he and his wife do is that his wife will tap her nose twice whenever she notices that he's eating too much. See, I got a bubble in my throat again. This latte is giving me so much trouble. You want me to take it away from you? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I will fucking cut you. <laughs> it's a chestnut praline latte. I wait all year for this time of year. But anyway, and to and we had talked about it mm -hmm. this morning. And then at lunch, you did that to me. Mm -hmm. And it was more of a question, a tap question. But it's a way to like bring it to the person's attention without embarrassing them or calling them out in front of their buddies or loved ones or whatever. See, it's making you belchy too. It is. I don't know what they used. But, oh, I got a text message. I'm sorry. Um, no, I'm all... Yeah, so... You were talking about Nima and his wife and their... And you, you tapped at me at lunch and it I think that's a good signal mm -hmm. for us both to use, I honestly. Agree. So I can be like, I'm tapping out, and you can just take my food away from me. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm eating too much. And sometimes you're eating too fast. But today, I don't know what the issue was. The restriction was hardcore at today's lunch and I could barely eat it. So the barbecue sauce that we put on it, yeah. I noticed was very high in vinegar. Yeah. And it probably was interacting with something and causing some gas buildup. Cause I as soon as we left the restaurant and was walking out to and we're walking out to the car, I had this gigantic burp bubble that was like from the very cockles of my stomach come out and I felt instant relief. I'm going to have to look up this word cockles because you use it quite a bit and I have no idea what it means. Uh, you can thank Dennis Leary. I think it's like a hillbilly phrase. It probably is. Because <clears throat> you're a little hillbilly sometimes. Very rarely. I try not to be. But I got this latte afterwards because it's a dreary, rainy day here, and it's a little chilly, and I was like, mmm, chestnut praline. And 
at first they thought I was drinking it too soon after eating, mm-hmm. which could very well be the issue. I turned off everything except the iPad, and now it's dinging. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wondering what, what was dinging. I'm sorry, people. But I haven't... I mean, we ate lunch quite a bit ago, and the latte is still bothering me. So I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. All right. Well, we didn't completely recreate the the conversation last night, but I think we did a good job. It's it's a reasonable facsimile. It's it's a conversation from Walmart and not Wish dot com. So <laughs> last night's conversation was from Target. <laughs> it was. And today's was Walmart. Right. <laughs> but it could have been from Wish dot com. So. Yes. So at least we aren't a Wish. Yeah. But hi, Nima. We want to make sure we gave you a shout out. Thanks for shouting me out in your last episode. And I love your tip for the nose. And we're going to use it. All right. You guys have a a good day, a good night, good morning, whatever. A good life. Have a good day. And if I don't see you before then, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. All right. Oh, I was about to call you Bruce Almighty, but that was Truman Show. Truman Show. Close. Same actor. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Amanda with a side note. When this airs, I should be having my surgery in the next two days. And it is my intention to do a day-by-day diary type episode to post next Sunday. So hopefully that'll be a thing. See you then. You got this. I don't know what he just said. That was weird. All right. See you later. Bye.